0: Paso a Paso podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Paso a Paso podcast. My name is Miles, and I'm glad to be here with you. And we have a very special guest, and I so appreciate her jumping on to be interviewed last minute. But there's an important event coming up, and would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Uh, Hi, everyone. This is Christina Ortez, and I am the representative uh, for House District 42 in Taos County. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here.
0: Thanks, Miles. Thank you. Yes. And we'll just jump into it because I know you're very busy and this was last minute. Um, And thanks to KNC for also throwing this on air. Uh, It'll be here on Thursday. Event again, um, Monday, February 22nd, Taos Early Childhood Town Hall. So what that says to me is it's about early childhood, which is what we talk about all the time on this podcast. And it's focused on Taos. Can you fill us in with what's going on in the legislature or with your work and why this event is happening?
1: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the folks who are going to be on this town hall are um, myself, uh, Representative Susan Herrera, who um, represents a a part of Taos County, and our state senator, uh, uh, Roberto Bobby Gonzalez. And we're going to chat a little bit about the House Joint Resolution 1, Uh, it's HJR1, that just passed on the floor of the House, and it's going to move over to the Senate. And what this will do... Is it really puts um, the, the process out to the voters so the voters can can vote on whether or not um, we want to use permanent, um, permanent fund monies uh, for early childhood. Uh, so this is it's a constitutional amendment, uh, and that's what HJR1 is all about um, at, that, that would support uh, early childhood. So I'm yeah. really excited about it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I appreciate your willingness to also kind of uh, translate um, the world you know so well now uh, to those <laughs> who have never been there or that you're learning, you know, whatever you feel. It's been um, like
1: 29 days. So I know what I know in 29 days. I'm sure it's whirlwind.
0: <laughs> so we have empathy for you. Um, so I'll just for additional context, the little that I um, have heard and know about this as a topic is that. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, so I might botch this whole thing up. Uh, there's land-grant money, which is a large pot of money that is in existence. There's various uh, perspectives on historically, before this measure perhaps, um, whether to use it to support early childhood or not. Um, if that is true, and please let me know, um, now that we're moving forward with, uh, it seems like in a, in a positive direction for those who want to see it happen, what does that mean for communities? What are the kinds of things that, that you think about when you're considering uh, this as, a, as an idea?
1: You know, uh, uh, that's a great question. There are lots of things to think about when you're when you're voting to release uh, funding from uh, a permanent fund, and and you're right, you know that that money that money that comes from the permanent fund, you know, it is governed by the people of New Mexico, right? So that means that the people of New Mexico have to make a decision on how we use that money. So that's that's why this is a constitutional amendment. That's why we have to vote on it in November. Uh, it should it pass the Senate, uh, the the money that that this would what this would cover, um, it. You you know, are are all the things that are related to early childhood. You know, last year the um, the governor signed a bill to use some of the the surplus that we had. Uh, she, she put, you know, well over $300,000 from the budget into, um, into the early childhood uh, department, right, a new department. But that just that wasn't, that's not enough money. You know, we need something more like another $400 million per year to do what we have to do to meet the needs for New Mexicans all around the state. So, if voters voted for the constitutional amendment uh, to release that, that the permanent fund money, we'll do. We'll be able to do um, expansion of uh, pre, you know, pre-K, early pre-K, expanded home visiting, uh, more child care assistance. Um, and this is the, this is the part that I'm really really excited about. You know, we need to professionalize um, early childhood. There are so many people who are working so hard in in our community. I know, I know folks from our community who are making, you know, uh, 10 bucks an hour, uh, teaching our youngest, taking care of, you know, our most vulnerable, um, that this should be, you know, there are lots of professionals. They should be paid, uh, the, the wages that reflect their commitment to this work and the importance of this work. Right. So, um, and I think in communities like ours, which are, you know, um, We live in a poor community, uh, though. uh, Though we have, you know, um, uh, high housing costs, so we really need to. um, We really need to bring more resources to our community and, and address the deep, you know, the deep poverty that exists here. And we know that. Funding early childhood, funding early childhood programs um, that have you know strong metrics, which you know, which our programs here in Taos do. That that is the really the best way to tackle uh, adverse childhood experiences, to tackle trauma, poverty in our community. This is really like you get the best bang for your buck through supporting early childhood. Period. Right. So I'm so like, I, I didn't talk on the floor. I wish I had, you know, I'm still really nervous. It's, it's, um, it's intimidating, right? Cause you've got people, there's a whole process, right? The way you have to talk. Um, but so I'm really glad to be here right now and to be part of the town hall to really talk up, to tell my stories about why I care so much about early
0: childhood. Great. Well, that's uh, wonderfully said, and a lot of good information um, for context for the event that's coming up. Um, it sounds as though this event is, as you just mentioned, an opportunity to share your perspectives and and what some of our other uh, legislators feel about it. Um, it also sounds as though it's related to essentially raising awareness of a vote that is uh, going to come up for our community and, and the state. Is that accurate?
1: Uh, this still needs to pop over to the Senate side, right? So it needs to, yeah. So it went through the house, uh, and was supported by so many, you know, there were, it had bipartisan support so then it needs to, um, I'm not sure if it's going to go into a committee like education, um, and then we'll go to the Senate floor. But I think there needs there, there's going to be some work that needs to happen to get, um, the Senate to, uh, to support this, uh, constitutional amendment. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We we need to raise awareness for sure on that side.
0: Awesome. Um, well, thanks again, and congratulations on on uh, being in the position you are now, and everything you bring to it is wonderful. Um, and you know, we've talked about on this podcast and, and at Paso Paso meetings um, the well-known uh, nationwide need to support those who are early childhood educators. Um, at the same time, as much as I wanted to be supportive of it myself. I, I kept wondering how that would happen. And it's really cool that this might be a way that, um, we could kind of push it over the edge to some extent and get that momentum going forward.
1: Oh, I, yeah, I, it has to happen soon. You know, I, I saw that movie, no small matter. I'm not sure if you did. Yeah. I mean, it was remarkable, you know, and it really struck home for me, uh, that the science supports early intervention, uh, the science supports, um, Support of families, uh, from the very, very beginning, uh, and You know, professionalizing, uh, the careers of folks who work with our youngest and most vulnerable, you know, it, and, and I, I don't want to put it in that sort of, you know, it's not a negative thing, you know, that it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, knowing how much we know about the human brain, knowing where we can make a difference and how making a difference early on, uh, you know, does so much for the child, but it does so much. For our families as well, you know, I I don't I don't think of early childhood as you know babysitting, um, which I think s- some people sort of think about. But I will but I will say that there's no way I would have the career that I have right now, or I think be in the position that I'm in right now in the legislature without the investments that have already been made in early childhood, and we need more of that. I got so much support, I could not go back to work without. Early pre-K funding, right? I mean, I literally had to decide. I had two kids at in in you know at UNM kids campus at the same time. You know, if they both go to if they were both going there full time, uh, I would have all of my salary. I didn't make enough money to send them there full time. So I had to, you know, I, I, I had to adjust, you know, a couple days here, a couple of hours there, you know, but when that funding came in for early pre-K for free early pre-K uh, it was a no brainer for me. It's like, okay, now I can do this. Now I can afford it. And my children are learning from people who love being with children, <laughs> you know, and that's <laughs> it's really important. I mean, I love being with my children, but there's right. a difference, right? You know, you see people, you you, you know what it's like when, yeah. when you've got these incredible early childhood, uh, early childhood educators who are delighting in, in children. And, um, you know, it, it can take, uh, take a lot of work for a parent to delight all the time, every single day, every single hour. Uh, so, I am grateful that I have given other people the opportunity to d- delight in my children, and that is what UNM Kids Campus did uh, for for me and my family. So I'm just I'm just so grateful, really. Yeah. You know, well, and, yeah. And everyone yeah. deserves it.
0: Everyone. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it's great that you can relate, you know, at the, at the real levels as well. Um, what was it difficult to um, to have uh, folks support this alongside you at the beginning of this conversation? that I was being brought up in the legislature.
1: you know I think I think there are real fears about you know tapping into a fund that is so robust and is doing so well. I don't think anybody I don't think there are any issues with early childhood in general. I mean, I think people love the idea of supporting early childhood. No question, right? No. That's not the issue. It's not like people are saying, oh no, you know. We shouldn't take care of our our youngest. We shouldn't take care of our families. That's not what people are saying. I think there's there's concern, you know, that we tap into this money, we release it, you know, and and when uh you know a rainy day comes, we we won't have it. Um, and I I think that that is. Um, I think we've got the evidence that shows that that's not really that's not where we are right now, and I think we have further evidence that, you know, as as my dear friend uh, Jeannie Ross has said, you know, the storm is is here, right? This <laughs> yeah. the storm is a front, and yeah. you know we we need to we need to manage it and tackle it right now, right mm-hmm. now. We have to tackle poverty. We've got to. You know, we've got to empower our communities. And this is really just the best way to do it.
0: Unbelievable. I'm just so glad that, you, again, you represent us. Um, in, in general terms, as we wrap up this, this time, and I do appreciate your time, um, once again, I guess I will mention that the event that we are uh, helping to spread the word about is Monday, February 22nd at 6.30. It is the Taos Early Childhood Town Hall. It is on uh, a link in the Paso Taos Facebook page. Um, Also, uh, if you search Facebook for Taos Early Childhood Town Hall, it should come up. It is a free event. And um, will people watch live on Facebook? Is that what I understand?
1: Um, That's a very excellent question.
0: No problem. Uh (laughs) You know, I'll go to click the link in the uh, thing. Um, Oh, so here's what's going on. Maybe it looks like uh, there's a link in the event on the Facebook page. And... um, It goes to a website called Mobilize, and perhaps that page, either way, uh, the event page on Facebook, sounds to be the best place to learn about uh, details on the event. If you'd like to learn more, you can also always email me, and I will do my best to learn as well. Um, Contact Paso Paso at pasotaos at Uh, gmail.com. and again, um, one last question with respect to your work uh, moving forward and and what it, and how it's going now, uh, representing our community. Um, what is the best way that people in our community can share their thoughts with you or your office um, over time?
1: Uh, there are a couple of different ways, and I and I check all of those different ways. You can send me an email at christina with a k dot ortez o r t e z at n M like New Mexico Legis L E G I S dot gov. Christina. Ortez at gov. You can also uh, text me at uh five seven five seven seven zero seven seven nine two uh you can call that number as well, but I am on zoom so often that I, so I, I so rarely am able to pick up the phone. Uh, but I do answer texts. Uh, it's, it's really the fastest way to, to reach me, but, but I read all my emails. They come through, you know, I, uh, I can't necessarily get back to you on everything, but if you, if you email me a couple times or text me a couple times, I, I will, I will get to you every single, wow. uh, every single email comes through and I see it. Um, you know, I'm getting a lot of, of emails about every single issue that comes through. So that mm. those are the best ways, you know, I'm on Facebook as well. So you can send me a Facebook message, uh, uh, message there as well. Wow. Um, that's a lot. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you're making yourself very available. We appreciate it. And again, thanks so much for all you're doing. And we look forward to coming in the event and uh, and hearing more about it. So uh, I really appreciate your time. And thanks for everything you're doing for our community and early childhood. As well.
1: well, I'm grateful to be here. Can't wait to see you. Okay, bye. Paso a paso podcast.